Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have me, Sacred Stone. Oh, this you crazy mother. Welcome to this week's edition of Skip the Tutorial, number one video game podcast and Road show. I'm one of your hosts this week, Bryant Kaitosan Daniels, and joining me across the universe on Skype is none other than Todd Iverson Fortner. What's going on, man? Man, same old, same old, man. Blessed and highly favored. Uh, I can clearly see you've been playing Judgment. Yes. I'm proud of you for completing that, because you hit that motherfucker like a... Kaitosan! Kaitosan! Man, that dude was a badass, too. It almost frightened me a little bit with all the news going on, man, but I'm doing good. I'm blessed. I'm I'm blessed, too, you know man. what I'm saying? Shit, just staying in the house, hanging out, not worrying about nothing. Be thankful for the moment. Absolutely. Marcus Aurelius. <laughs> grabbing the dirt, tasting it. I'm ready for war. I don't want to taste the dirt. I don't want to taste the dirt. dirt. Nah, man. You ever go to nah, the beach man. and get the get the dirt in your sandwich with the beach and then it tastes awful? You get that crunch? Man, I don't eat sandwiches on the beach. <laughs> We did. You ate sense. See, that's some shit. I I don't know, but I am kind of. I'm a I'm a weirdo. I wear black jeans and a black hoodie and looking mean at the beach for no reason. Everybody's like, "What's wrong with him? Why does he look so angry at the beach? I could be at the house playing video games." I don't know what the hell was wrong with man. I was I was young. You know what I'm saying? But uh, no, I never got sand in my sandwich. But uh, I I believe I would not try to eat it if, if. well i didn't know it had sand in it i just reached down and took a bite and it was crunchy and you know it didn't have chips on it so i knew it wasn't a right sandwich it was a it was a dirty sandwich but i still finished it because i'm a fat kid and you know fat kids will put anything in our mouth wait a second (laughs) so keep going forward speaking of that did you watch the um the the new pope netflix special the two popes (laughs) <laughs> Why does that sound like a joke? <laughs> this is not how this show is supposed to start. This is actually supposed to be a somber, sensible start. Really and we already talking about fat kids putting crunchy <laughs> stuff in their mouth in two pokes. Like, I don't understand. It's, it's this scary. one can't go on. This just has to go on the regular page. Not This, this can't be the beginning, beginning. It's we'll skip the, the tutorial. Like, yeah, that's the beginning. All right, skip the tutorial, man. But I, I'm doing good, man. Good. Doing all right. How, how you holding up, bro? How you man, holding up? I am good. Before I get into my morning, because my morning had an interesting moment today. Uh, but this is your first time joining us. We're Skip the Tutorial. We're a video game show. Me and Todd get together every week and we talk about our favorite thing in the world, which is video games. We usually break down what we've been playing, some news, and then a roundtable. We're doing a roundtable this week. Todd, what is our roundtable this week? The roundtable this week actually is once again inspired by the tribe itself. And it, it has to do with a question that was was brought up. And, you know, what, what games do you regret buying the most? Or, or more importantly, like as we discussed, it's actually for us, the way we look at it is like some of the more more disappointing games that you purchased or experienced. So we're just going to touch on that a little bit reach out and, and dig down in the tribe. You know what I'm saying? There's been some other shit that went on this week. So yeah. probably lead off with that respectfully. But uh, yeah, that's what that round table is there, sir. It's a good round table inspired by the tribe. So this morning, Todd, just to get to my morning, we were setting up, getting ready. 
took a moment, started playing another game, and then I got the idea in my head. I was like, I want to find my VHS player. I want to find my VHS player. I don't know where it is. And I'm not talking about like this little, like it's not one of these little bitty VHS players. This is one of those old school giant VHS players, the one with the, you know, you actually had to physically hit rewind and play. It didn't come out with like no fancy remote control. Like this is an old school VHS player. My question is, how do you lose something that big? Because this thing weighs like 55 pounds and I've got like 200 VHS tapes, including like another 70 in the trunk of my car that I'm pretty sure <laughs> if a cop See, moved me over, he'd wonder what they were. I think <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Like, I think we have two different questions with the scenario that you lay out. You lay out how could you lose a 55 pound VHS? I ask, why do you have 250 fucking VHS <laughs> tapes or 270 approximately with some in your trunk? What else is in the trunk? Body parts, a little bleach, human some, traffic, <laughs> some tarp, a little bleach, maybe some handcuffs, the fuzzy kind, so they're comfortable for the people. I never mind. Anyway, moving on. And uh, the <laughs> little people parts. <laughs> no, no, never. But no. So I, 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 I'm really desperate to find my VHS player, and I have a feeling that my wife got rid of it. I think she threw it out. Because she loves you, fool. She don't want you to go to prison forever and get Epstein. Oh, no. Or Hernandez. No. Oh, no. Epstein didn't kill himself. It's the ghost of Aaron Hernandez who did it. The ghost of Aaron Hernandez. It was like a Friday the 13th episode where the rope came up and came around his throat and hung him up, <laughs> up there like that. And it, was, and, it, and it was just. Oh, no. The end. CTE. This is Shout the out. Uh, Will Smith for concussion. <laughs> this the Aaron Hernandez edition. This is the Aaron Hernandez killed Jeffrey Epstein edition. Or Epstein. Legacy. However you See, say that's it. the thing, man. The moral to the story is, man, protect your legacy, man. And, um, you know, because there's a difference with, you know, the story that people are going to tell about you when you pass away. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like I said, that's where it kind of comes from the gladiator thing, man. Um, I really am on some whole other um, appreciative shit once again. I hate to get on this again, but can I go ahead and just knock out? We can go ahead. Let, knock out what have been playing. Yeah. Go ahead and discuss the little Kobe thing. So, uh, of course, just to get this out the way, um, Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Let's get this out the way. All right. Yeah. With the tragedy going on with his passing, him and uh, his his daughter Gigi. The family, like I, I was supposed to write something down for this, but I'm gonna just talk about like the experience because just that from a gamer aspect and from a, a person that purely loves my first love was basketball. You know, they yeah, used to talk about sure. that. All. Yeah, I'm a little dude that used to have like a high vert and could dunk and all that kind of shit. Played a little, little bit. You know what I mean? Like love the game. So, and I'm of the age where I saw Kobe grow up in the league. Yeah, I was never a fan of him. I was a Bulls fan by heart. And I remember, like, the, his rookie team, he didn't even start. He ended up being on the all-star team. He manipulated his way out of Charlotte into – well, they manipulated him out of Charlotte into the L.A. He was a 13th-round draft pick. And I just naturally – my fandom wouldn't let me like him. And he had other people on the team that I was more a fan of, people that – little-known players now like Eddie Jones or Nick the Quick Van Exel and shit like that that were yeah. actually, you know, players that I enjoyed that – I think he took a little bit of shine from, and then, you know, they finally get Shaq. 
and it's like I felt like he always got a little bit too much credit. Just that fan hatred, not as a person, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, just yeah. like everybody else has been saying over time, over a 20 year career from him going from a child to retirement and looking at his life, you know what I'm saying? He was finally coming around to be somebody I think across the board. And I and I hate to specify this, but it's for specifically my people like black people, you know what I'm saying? Especially black males and stuff like that. It was something it went from okay. You know, I can't not acknowledge the booty rape thing. It went from that to being a person that's got four children that you can look at as a positive example of how, like, borderline, like, redemption story. Yeah. Now you take it to, okay, so take it back just to, that's the basketball fan side, not a gamer side of it. Um, And the basketball, let, let's go back. He is one of the greatest fucking basketball players of all time, one of the coldest things i ever seen in my life. That's yeah. part of the reason why you have to hate him, and that's why he's so polarizing. But then when you go to the basketball side, I mean, I even think about 2K, 2K10, him on the cover, and me just spending hours with that game. That game is one of the better 2Ks, actually, and I hated to admit it because 2K was because Kobe was on the cover showing the heart after the death kill with the with the, you know, getting a ring. But um, that was a cold game. And I used to trip out and get loaded and listen to MG. Uh, MT Electric Field on there. With folk, oh, you yeah. Know, MGMT. Out, right, yeah. Right. Tripping. All the way to 2K, 2K17, where he was on a legendary edition cover, and just looking back with his passing, you know, and condolences to him, his family, Vanessa, everything else. Um, you know, it's just like a crazy ass transition, bro. It's like a weird thing. It was very somber. You know what I mean? It was a weird somber thing. Um, it's been a weird couple of years, and it's a lot of going on. Uh, you know, and randomly, I gotta throw this in here before I forget. R.I.P. to DJ Star, yep. my Louisiana uh, Go DJ family. Shout out to Fat Pat and that whole family and everything else like that. Because literally, I saw Go DJ Star. This is how it, Kobe touched everybody just across the board in the community. His last, one of his last social media photos, I, and I hate to say this, but it's out there like that from what I could see, was him taking a picture of the road uh, saying, you know, R.I.P. Black Mamba, this one really hurts. You know what I'm saying? So all this is going on. I set I set up all that to say, of course, as a gamer, my first intuition was to get on the two K. Yeah, for sure. You feel me? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I hop on the two K, you know what I mean? And just like most fans, first off, they had a wonderful tribute to them when you first got on when they first heard when it was first confirmed. They just had the in remembrance of Kobe seventy eight to two thousand twenty. And it's the way they start out the game to pop off. You know what I'm saying? So I know a lot of people in the community got on and just threw their Kobe shit on and just kind of gathered in places and everything like that in honor. And I like I, I didn't have any Kobe shit. So I got on there and I went and got me some uh, Kobe shoes and shit like that. And I started running around and I was thinking to myself, man, I'm going to just I'm going to be on this bitch like all week long. You know what I mean? And then I like while I was going around, uh, somebody said on there, you know what I mean? Like I'm looking at. All the people with the Kobe shit, the graphics is real dope, and they just switched up the court. And somebody was like, "Man, wouldn't it be fucked up if a helicopter crashed right now?" And then like, and then I was like, "What?" Then I was like, "I can't play 2K no more." No, I've been playing Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. I never got a chance to finish it, and uh, I've been playing Call of Duty, man. But that's what I've been playing, bro. What about you, man? Man, been playing. Yeah, just speaking of the Kobe thing, man, it was a real tragedy, and it was even. You know, as somebody who wasn't personally a Kobe fan, even though I recognized how the, with the skill that he brought to the game and the impact he made on the sport, 
Like, even as not even a Kobe fan, like, I, it hit a little bit weird for me, too. It was a bit somber. It was a bit somber of a moment. It was kind of a weird, like, what the hell? Like, it's it's it was just hard to believe. And then right. Things, I mean, and people die every day. It's not to, like, discount yeah. all the shit that's going on and put, okay, well, he's just a basketball player. No, bro, it's it's bigger than that. This is a man that was, from what I could hear, one of the reports was he was holding his child when the motherfucking helicopter yeah. hit the wall. Like, that's fucking tragedy. And that's that's a story. I got, from not being a fan, I think that's why it even hits weirder. It's different when you in, like, the the tribe of I love Kobe regardless. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's it's just on a human being-based level. Yep. All the shit that you aspire to, to have, you think money, riches, cars, everything you want, and then next thing you know, your existence is over in the thump. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, and the girl... The child is was was heartbreaking, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Seeing Shaq break down, but uh, but yeah. So you you said it was even weird for you. You don't even fuck with basketball. Nah, nah, not really. Not until playoffs. Like I'll watch playoff stuff, but I really won't watch regular season like that. Not like that. And so it's one of those that it it's it was just a weird moment because you know the the other sports tributes too. Like I'll recognize like the Capitals, the Washington Capitals, uh, hockey team Ovechkin. They're letting him wear 24. They let him wear 24 this week, one night, one night. That was it. But it was a tribute, you know? I mean, at the end of the day, it was a tribute. And just watching all the the, the different tributes, and you, you realize that the impact that this individual had on the sports community as a whole, you know, it wasn't just in basketball. It was everywhere. I mean, even in soccer, you know, they had a tribute to Kobe at one of the major uh, European games that week. Like, so that the imagine that it stretches that far. And then you see this somber moment and these people kind of realizing, like you talked about, like it could be over in a thump. And I think that's where it hits is like these people who feel so invincible. I think it's where it hits home for us, too. And then, you know, right. just when you break it down, the very basics of a man taking his daughter on a helicopter ride. That's very basic. And then him being found holding her, protecting her from trying to protect her from one last thing. You know, that's where it really hits heavy. That's a, it's a I don't want to misreport. I don't want to misreport that or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Because I like, you yeah, know, I'm not sure if that's confirmed. And it's a lot of information out there that may be incorrect. But regardless if that's the fact or not, like you can only imagine that has that's a horrible fucking way. Yeah, you know. But I think, uh, you know, you watched the tribute, right? Yeah, I watched the tribute. Yeah, uh, like, the Lakers I watched game. The game last night. The tribute was beautiful. Um. I didn't watch it all the way through. I missed, I, like, I caught the summer boys to me, and I caught some of the amazing grace with Usher. But for the most part, like, you know, I got a chance to see that. I think they showed him off. And, I mean, the flip side of it is, you know, he's 41 years old, but, shit, uh, he, he, he reached his redemption. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And there is a lesson there. Uh, and, I mean, it's, it's, it's a true, sad tragedy. But, um. Uh, I don't know, man. The man is gonna have statues. People will forever remember him. You know what I mean? In a in a in a positive light, in a building light. So, you know, you know, condolences again. And I mean, everybody just feels a little bit weird when we lose. Like you said, it's like when Superman passes on top of the tragedy aspect of a a beautiful young woman that had her life ahead of her. Um, but you know, so I, like like I said, I I really had planned on getting on 2K. I am. I'm gonna probably get on. I'm gonna probably finally get on 2K today. Again, yeah. you know what I mean, and get on and fuck around with my people. I already called my homeboy because really one of my homeboys that called me when I first found out about him passing when I was in the store. That's who I had been playing the game with. 
I don't know if he's been really playing either. You know what I'm saying? So I think it is time to, you know, go ahead and take that Mamba mentality, which is weird to even say. Yeah. Die hard, you know, Bulls, you know, fan, but it, it really does sink in the immediacy of this thing. And, and, and of course, we all know there ain't nothing guaranteed. I, like I said, I hate to start off on a somber move, but it's, it's something we, we, I just had to talk about. Um, but it's like trying to appreciate these moments. And be able to get on here, like I'm probably gonna change my my player and put some Kobe shit on there, maybe yeah. play with the with the classic team and, and get that out of the way. Um, do you have 2K, bro? Yeah, I've got the I've got 2K18 on the Switch. Oh, never mind. Fool. Yeah, yeah I don't have my, the, I don't have 2K. Y'all still, still got my Battlefront 2, man, and you hadn't even played it. And I, I still, didn't get that back to you because I, I hear I, it's like, actually I swear really to good, God, now. bro. That's what I'm saying. I got the whole fucking system. I'm gonna come up there. That's all right. I got plans for <laughs> motherfuckers in your neighborhood anyway. Um, <laughs> this is the way we do it. That's how we do it. I gotta call my people, man. We're gonna rob some folks in your neighborhood. But when I come no, out there, okay. <laughs> I don't know. You know, you know which ones. ones yeah, yeah. Just point them in a the direction. I will. Do don't worry. Try. I got Maybe it. Style just popped up on my <laughs> Xbox Game Pass, sir. There's a but guy. Yeah, there's a guy right down the street with a giant dually truck who only parks it in his his driveway. And he works as a car salesman. I'm just saying, if you own a dually truck and you're not using it, get the fuck out of Texas! No! No! <laughs> it's not how this works. I don't know if I was <laughs> <laughs> Nah, man, but in, 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 uh, in, you know, just all, you know, it does go out to the, to the family. Thoughts be with them. And, you know, the, the, the Kobe thing was a real tragedy. Um, you know, and I, we're all, I think all of us are sports fans to a degree in the tribe. I don't think you can be a video game fan and not be like a sports fan on the cool, at least. Cause it's all With kind of the same maybe, thing. Even if it's like rugby or, yeah. or ping pong or what's some of those weird ass or like water polo shootings. Yeah. Shoots. <laughs> skeet shooting. Skeet and shooting. Skeet, skeet and shooting. Skeet, skeet, skeet. Getting that skate, skate. Little skate, skate. A little skate, skate. <laughs> Get a little Netflix and chill. Little, a little bit of what else? Amazon Prime and Slime. Slime. You said, son? Yeah, Disney Plus and Thrust. <laughs> little Hulu and Goo. <laughs> little Hulu and Goo Goo. Time to Hulu oh, Goo Goo. That's way too old. <laughs> It's childish. childish all right, but all right, once again, if you made it to this point, thank you for listening. Yes. Thank you for fucking with us. If you have made it to this point, we Stop. probably still are fucking with the YouTubes on this thing i think we got a good idea shout out to rob harden i'm gonna put this out there man where uh we may need to re-release the the history of Buddhism um to break that down so people kind of really hadn't fuck with it can figure out why motherfucker be referencing that sometimes and maybe get you over some cool smooth sounds with no video yeah but if you are fucking with us today please if you see us on the youtube please hit the like and or subscribe and or the little bell thing that I be hearing and or listen to us just on the podcast. It's all free shit to do because we appreciate you. Yeah, man. Um, that's almost sounded clout, Chasey. I feel kind of fucked up after talking about Kobe fucking plugging a YouTube, but uh, I, I for sure did not mean to do that. Um, that's fucked up. Yeah. But anyway, man, so I, I am, let's, you know, the transition, bro. What, what have you been playing? Because you actually have been playing more games than just Kakarot. I'm like I said, I'm just still fucking with Cell and having a good time playing Call of Duty with me lady. So this morning I put it back on my shelf because I beat it last night and that was Judgment. Judgment is finished. It is done. 
Um, it was an incredible experience. I got to the last two chapters. I had yesterday off. It took me about a total of nine and a half hours to get through those last two chapters, including the final boss fight, which has two two phases. Um, here's what I want to say about Judgment, just kind of summarizing my experience in the game. Uh, considering it's my first Yakuza game, or Yakuza-like game, which, by the way, this year with the new release, they're going to turn-based combat um, from now on, according to the studio. It was an incredibly fun, engrossing experience, and I can't really explain why. So the same, Roscoe, no. So the same reason that, um, and my wife pointed this out, actually, while she was watching the game. She said, you know this game is like the majority cutscenes, right? Just like in Kingdom Hearts 3. And I was like, yeah, there's a lot of cutscenes and a lot of story. However, the story is intriguing. It's engrossing. It's kind of an incredible way that they weave the story beats together and they unravel them slowly through the game uh, through these revelations. And even when you think you know everything and you have everything pinned, you don't know everything. They, they always have like one last final reveal. And they're not cheap twist endings or twist reveals where all of a sudden it's like, oh, the blonde haired guy was the killer the whole time. It's not those kind of things. It's, it's not a mystery. Everybody knows. <laughs> That's true. If you see a blonde-haired, blue-eyed game, they're the killer. Um, Wesker. Albert Wesker from Resident Evil. Just go back to that one. Guile. Yeah, yeah. you got to go back to those. Um, but no, it's it's it was really kind of a clever way that they weaved that story together. And they did those revelations. And they made the characters... Every character was intri- interesting and intriguing on their own. That's what I found also fascinating. They actually took time to develop these characters. They took time to develop these beats and take you through. And you felt like you really understood those characters when you got to the end of the game, including your character. And there's some humor in there. There's moments of levity that just come out of nowhere. So in the final stage, if you will, of the game, you're chasing down the serial killer. And there's this whole conspiracy that leads into the major Japanese government and the ministry of health that they're basically trying to stop you from revealing this big secret. And I won't, I won't spoil it here, but there's a moment where Kaito son, you're all sitting in a group and you're about to fight these guys. And Kaito son looks at the camera and he says, man, these guys keep coming for us. And then he goes, I mean, coming at us. And then one of the guys responds, he goes, man, there's no time for that right now. Be an adult about the situation. And it's in the last most dramatic part of the game. It's what just kind the- of influenza <laughs> kills more people than coronavirus type shit is this? <laughs> it re- just told me. It's true. What did you just tell me about this? Come, guys coming for us. They keep guys coming, coming for us, us. Coming at us, I mean. <laughs> they Never even mind. do. Now, now I'm glad I didn't play that damn game. I keep it simple with this, this child-friendly Dragon Ball Kakarot. But there's and- even... There's just like... It's just so good. It's just such a good game, Todd. It really. Krillin had sex with the Android (laughs) 17. And that is. Fair enough. Better for me to deal with than guys coming forward. Now, let me stop being extra. Because did you see. I hate to throw this in here. The fucking Final Fantasy 7 trailer. Yeah, I saw it. I'm not, you know, I'm not a fan, but like, I can't talk that shit. I was, I'm, I'm, that excited me more. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna say I'm not a fan. I just never had a chance to fuck with it. So, uh, yeah, let me, let me not get you off track with judgment though, because I know judgment is fire and I was, I was just really fucking with you with it. So, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, that happened 
that's how ridiculous the game is. Yes. Kind of Yakuza style. And the most dramatic part, they come out with some shit like that that's just fucking insane. Yes. But, I mean, okay, this is my thing. This is what I want to ask you specifically going through the whole story. How do you feel? Like, how's the combat? How did the story outside of the freaky Yakuza bells and whistles? You know what I'm saying? Because I know it's a lot of side mission shit. A lot of I side like, stuff. Like, it's a lot of lore in that whole shit, and I think it's dope that how they use the same city, from what I understand. They did, So yep. that, that ties it all the way in, but with the him being a cop, the battle, and, and tying into the story, what really do you think separates it for you as uh, being higher up if you would have been able to beat it beforehand on, like, your top games last year? It really is the engrossing nature of the story. I just kept wanting to know. And then the side quests. All of the side quests were interesting. Okay. There wasn't a single one I played that I found boring. I found it fun and I found it filled with very unique and bizarre and strange characters. Whether you're chasing down some guy's wig, which he keeps calling a hat, or you're hunting an escaped murderer so you can collect the bounty of 1.5 million yen. And the only reason he escaped was because he wanted a burger. Like, and he was ready to go back to jail after you whoop his ass. And he's like, well, I just wanted a burger. Just let me finish my burger and I'll go back to jail. And it's just like these very interesting quirks. It's a quirky ass game, but it's got a good story. Like it's got heart to it. It's a weird environment that has this bizarre level of heart that I've never really seen before. And maybe that's something in the Yakuza games. Maybe it's something that I need to go through and I need to play some more of those because I really enjoyed it. And whether it was the arcades or the virtual reality portions where you could gain money or, you know, it was taking girls on dates or protecting females from like predators. Like there's this whole side. No, like there's this whole side mission where this guy pretends to be a record producer and he picks up this 19 year old chick playing the guitar who you've been friendly with. And it's one of the side missions and they're basically going to take her back and they're going to videotape her and release it as porn. And you have to bust in and stop. (laughs) It all comes full circle. Time is a circle. (laughs) Is that what you say to your victims before they final breath? Pull the old Matthew McConaughey from True Detective. Time is a flat circle. I can't even do a Matthew McConaughey. That guy's so Texan, it's ridiculous. Um, But no, man. Like, this game is just, like, there's even this moment... So you start through the game, you have all these enemies and throughout the game, your enemies start to become your allies and you start to use them and fight with them instead of against them. And you even make enemies of the people that you've beat up over and over again. Like you make allies of them. They even have a moment in the very last, very last moments of the game where you you and your three other allies are running in and they do an Avengers, Avengers circle around all of you. They show all of you with the Avengers camera pan and it was, it gave me chills. Like I love this game so much. This would have been higher on my list. Um, I think it may have even kicked off resident evil two to a lower slot. If I would like, there's something perspective for me. Exactly what you're talking about, because the, the one thing I'm hearing in comparison to what I'm playing right now and, getting through uh is the side content is actually fulfilling worthwhile something that's not repetitive or unintriguing it's actually something that you know grabs the attention and helps carry you through the main story that's if i had a like a strong criticism again with with kakarot 
that's it. Like I just I feel like I'm I mean some of the stuff I want to get just because I'm such a big fan of the show and it and it's really a great adaptation uh or you know concise way to tell the story but the side missions do feel like like filler where I'm just trying to get to the big boss battles and get to the, the yeah. you know theatrical shit and push the shit forward so it's cool to hear like you feel it sounds like you got the full yakuza experience it makes me kind of want to go back like I I think I got zero even you know what I'm saying like I probably want to fuck with judgment to it at some point so I'm I'm glad to see that you finally got through it and and it's, it confirmed the dopeness you dig yeah and the only reason i even pushed through to the last ending because they give you that moment right before you go to the last part the finale they give you this pop-up warning that says hey we're coming to the finale you should save your game now and create an extra save slot if you want to come back and do more missions and more side stuff because once you go into this this is it you can't go back like there's no more side stuff it's all gone and then it even tells you it's like, hey, and if you want to, if you need to get some sleep before you go into the finale, we recommend getting some sleep because this is going to take a couple hours. And they give you that warning, and it's just a really, in a day and age where we have all these live services games, and we have all these games that are, you know, kind of predatory in nature as far as like gambling and loot boxes. It's nice to see a game that really puts it all on the disc if you will. It's all there. I never once got an update after I installed Judgment. It's all there ready for me, and I enjoyed every last minute of it. It's a high recommendation for me if you like these kind of games. It's not it's faux open world, so don't go in expecting an open world environment, but there's a lot to do in this small environment that they've given you, and I really enjoyed it. It's 13 chapters long. I highly recommend it. Um it's really good, man. It's just really, really good, and I can't wait to play more Yakuza and kind of get that experience. I bought Yakuza 6, but I think I'm going to play Zero on the PC because I have it on there. Um, One more question about the game before you finish it up. Did you find the hope packs? I found hope packs, bro. I found plenty of hope packs. All right. They're all over the place. (laughs) I also found some seaweed, and I found some tuna agori, and I found some, some tuna packs and some bento lunchboxes. And it was delicious. And I ate the bento lunch boxes and I took the girl on the date and we had some coffee and then we went to play some VR games. It was a lot of fun. See, that's dope. And I ain't gonna lie, this is also one of the times I kind of zoned out and still got stuck on the conversation we had before we started recording about the Disney Plus and Thrust and then we got into the Hulu and Google. And Hulu fucking and Google, Amazon, Amazon Prime, and Slime. Prime and Slime. Netflix, all starting from Netflix and chill. Netflix, you so did fuck. this to the world. You did this. Let it autoplay. Netflix cut a hole in earth. So do you think that the worst thing that you could watch on Netflix for Netflix and chill would be that uh, Aaron Hernandez documentary? Mm, or Probably pandemics. Yeah, that could be. Yeah, I could see that. What about the documentary about the, 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 the taken in plain sight or whatever, abducted in plain sight? I hear that one's pretty crazy. Like, what about making a murderer? Yeah, you could do Making a Murder. Or if they had a Brothers something, Brothers Keeper on there. If that's on there, that'd be a documentary to watch. (laughs) They talk about some weird shit going on in those Appalachian Mountains, bro. I'm just saying. I have Netflix and chill the World War II documentaries, though. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. 
Bombs going off, baby. <laughs> Hiroshima! <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Netflix and chill. How you have... What about the, the Witcher? Maybe, depending on the episode. Make it the genie episode. There you go. Make it the genie episode. That's the way to do it. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of interesting scenes in that one. I'll just say. Not okay, yeah. something I wouldn't show in church. <laughs> I don't depends know on what kind of church. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess it kind of does depend on what kind of church. Uh, church in the jungle. So the other, oh, sorry. Having some audio issues on my end. That's my bad. Let me fix that. Come on. All right, I'm back. Anyway, so the other game that I've been playing, I played for about an hour this morning. It's a new indie title. Well, not indie. It's 505 games. Uh, but it's called Journey to the Savage Planet. I really don't know much about this game yet. I only played about an hour this morning. But it's quite humorous so far. Uh, so the basic premise is that you are part of this exploration program run by a corporation. You've landed on this random planet and you have to go scan alien life. And they're trying to find other places for people to live. And it really takes a stab at corporate commercials. So first of all, you're part of the pioneer program for the fourth leading exploration um, corporation in the United States. And you're fourth leading out of four. So you're dead last. And then on top of that, they keep trying to sell you on this goop stuff, which goop is essentially the food that you eat that looks like purple goop. And <laughs> that's really like, I don't know much about it yet. It's super charming and colorful and hilarious and the computer talks to you and you find some edible plants that make you hallucinate. So, of course, in game, I kept eating them and got distracted because I kept going on hallucinogenic trips. Um, so that's really, yeah, that's Journey to the Salvage Planet. I'll have more updates on that next week because it's so charming. I'm definitely sure I'll be playing it. Uh, any questions on that one, Todd, before we move on to news, sir? Or actually shout outs first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do some shout outs, man. Uh did you want to do the hold on, let's see. Well first I'll I'll let you talk about the, the other show. Uh I did want to shout out a couple of folks real quick for responding to last week's episode as far as apocalyptic games that they fizz up with Curtis. You already know. Uh he I'm not gonna just, you know, read them all the way off, but he said a few games that he enjoyed that apocalyptic were Resident Evil series, excluding six that. Gears of War series, of course, The Last of Us, Telltale's The Walking Dead, Fallout 3, and Left 4 Dead. Also, we have Mr. Motherfucking Dave, man. You know what I'm saying? And I cannot believe, I think I didn't even mention Horizon Zero Dawn, which is one of my fucking favorite games, period. Uh, that was one of the games that he referenced. Uh, he liked the story in the game and all the different options you have in taking down the machines. I concur, sir. Uh, the older game is Hunter, The Reckoning. Um, this game came around at a time where it was more in the zombie stuff. I can dig that in the pre-Walking Dead era. And always, and as usual, motherfucking Mr. Mike Pony, shout out to you for the video. Uh, even though you said it was for displeasure, I found the video pleasurable. Uh, not to make it weird. Uh, <laughs> <but> <laughs> I thought, <laughs> it was a pleasurable video. It was a pleasurable video. I watched it on the way home from work. Stuck in yes, traffic in, on a Friday. In traffic, thinking to myself how Mad Max felt in the Thunderdome line as the 
electric tornadoes fall down <laughs> and crash. I'm and just saying for Mike Pony. Fucking Mike Pony. His list real quick. Uh, his games that were apocalyptic, he enjoyed were Stalker, Unturned, Stalker's The Legend good. of Zelda, uh, Metro, Katamari. I felt like I needed to see it. Say it Katamari like Dynasty. 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 Right. Diablo, EDF, Seven Days to Die, and Rock Band. I know what you're thinking, but prove it. <laughs> you know, I what? can see what he's thinking. You win, bro. Um, yeah. So th- those are my few shout outs again. Like I said, this is a a, a group tribe heavy inspired show this week. Um, because we've been leaning on it, man. So Yes. Yes. Real quick too, Mike Pony, if we ever do go into Mad Max territory, we want you to be the guy playing the harmonica while we shoot fire out of the front of the cars. Um, because that would be dope. Or drive right. the truck with the loudspeaker playing the harmonica with the, the, the people tied to the front of the truck. Because right. you need randos tied to the front of the truck. It's Mad Max. Anything goes. The rules are clear. Anything goes. Uh, next shout out, though, goes to Matthew Tango, longtime tribe member, listener. He has started his own show. He has started his own show. Um, you can find it on iTunes. It is a Final Fantasy and Anchor, I believe. It's called World of FF14. I listened to it. I need to get into Final Fantasy 14, but it was good. You know, it was good format, good timing. I, I enjoyed the listening experience. So go check it out. Go support the tribe. We got yeah, one man. shot at this. Let's support each other. Right, bro. And we're trying to float to the top. Not like doo doo, but like. Uh, <laughs> I think it only floats if, like, if you have a lot of fiber. Yeah, fiber. My doo Never mind. Or fat. Mark that one too. Mark fat. that one too. Mark that one too. Fat. You got fat in your doo doo? <laughs> I think you do. You, there's fat in there? I'm sure there is. Like, right? You don't process everything, right? Yes. Go check out World of FF14. Go check it out. <laughs> Should we move on to news? <laughs> yeah, man. Because I'm, I'm trying to think of what else. Netflix and chill. Amazon Prime and Slime. Castlevania. Boys. Castlevania is perfect. That's that's did it, done it, been there. That's actually perfect. <laughs> that's a perfect one. Right. On Hulu, I'm going to recommend the show Single Parents from ABC. Well, it's a good show. Disney Plus and Thrust, the X-Men series. To the X-Men series, the Spider-Man series, or the Little Mermaid TV show. Baby Yoda. (laughs) Baby Yoda. The Mandalorian. Mandalorian get freaky under that hood. What if he has like a... What if he wears the helmet because he's got like balls on his chin? This is the thing. If you would have fucking watched the show, you would realize how stupid that sounded just then. I still haven't watched the show. Right? You, why you want to put? You can't put balls on the Mandalorian motherfucking chin, fool. That's disrespectful as fuck. But he's the Mandalorian. No, that's what I'm trying to tell you, man. What are you talking about? You talking about men coming on men and balls on the chin? <laughs> what are we doing this What's week? What the dragon kiss Bukaki? Now nah, let's get on to the news, man. Yeah, let's, let's get, get on, on to the, the news. Man, let's get to some a little bit too much. I think we both feel some type of way. Man. We do. We do. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a nice what Saturday. A, I think life's just a, good. They're in here crashing. <laughs> the, the digital one. Like, um, that's what I'm saying. Then I couldn't stop thinking about it. So I'm just walking around listening to the music on my digital shit with my Kobe shoes on and shit. Now I can't get a fucking digital crashing fucking helicopter out of my goddamn head. And I'm like, damn. What the fuck? 
You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I can't even fucking focus now because people. I'm childish. Because people are I, mean. That's what that is, right? Yeah, people are people are cruel, man. People Did you are... hear about what Ari Shaffer said, man? After Kobe died, bro. Mm-mm. It's the comedian dude that be on Joe Rogan sometimes and shit. Yeah, no, he's the one that I don't listen to because I don't like him. Yeah, exactly. I, I normally don't either. Like you know, and I hate to end it off on this, but just all jokes aside, bro. The motherfucker was just talking about. It just shows, man, like how motherfuckers. Some there are people out there that really believe and feel like okay, well, justice was served because of the whole rape shit, and they still bringing that shit up in, in the tragedy. Like he tried to make a joke out of like fuck Kobe, like forget his daughter and shit like that. And dog, it's it's one of them things. Like I say, it's uh, be careful how you judge and be careful what yep. kind of injury in, energy you put out there, especially when you don't know all the facts of whatever and like. That's coming from a perspective of a motherfucker that, you know, I ain't co-sign on none of that shit. I definitely don't dig none of that shit. But to bring that up at this point, especially when a man had a child that was yep. trying to, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, that's the know. that's the, the the reality is I got curious because I hadn't thought about that in years, and I looked up the Wikipedia page just to read into it more, and nobody knows. I mean, that's that's the reality. There's so many different things, and it's like. Look, if nobody knows, because I keep hearing this thing where people say that, well, he went to civil court for it. And I was like, yeah, but the barrier of proof in civil court is so much lower than anything. And it wasn't even there was nothing in civil court that was ever proved. It was just and if I'm him in that situation and I have an option to settle, a settlement does not equate guilt. A settlement is go the hell away. Like, because this is getting too, this is, this is too much in the press at this point. So it's one of those things where if you don't have all the facts and people, that's the, that's the world tragedy, in my opinion, is there's such a level of ignorance that travels around through the internet where people have made up their mind or they make up a decision about something without knowing everything about it. You know, the nature of my job, I won't get into it, but the nature of my job is to obtain facts and information. And I take that in my daily life. Unless you have all the facts, unless you remain objective, unless you have all the information, you cannot speak about something in my, you can, but you shouldn't, you, can. you, you shouldn't, can, but I mean, look, bro, cause you know, I feel you on the same shit. We yep. similar in that we way. Are. That's why we fuck around the way we fuck around. But like what I'm saying is, man, it's just like, I don't know, bro. It's just. And there's no reason so, to bring it up. It's now. nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing that I don't. I don't. I don't generally have a problem with anybody joking about stuff or trying to take a painful situation. Yeah. And turn it into you know laughter or try to you know make a little bit light out of it. I mean, we can't take ourselves so seriously. Agreed. But then it's another level of disrespect to be wary of, especially you know. Yeah. In a certain time frame and consideration, it's not like he was by himself. You know what I mean? There were several victims in that vehicle: children, parents, the whole nine. And one thing doesn't necessarily have to do with the other. Yeah. At this point, that's not the totality of a person's fucking. You know, really from their their story, and especially when you don't know the facts, and like especially when you're a person like nobody's perfect. When you uh, to use him as an example. You know, I follow that shit a little bit. Like, you out here drugging your own friends with shit like that. So, when you pass away, like, who knows what the fuck you doing, motherfucker? Like, I don't know you. So, you be careful how you... how you And, and the, yep. the scars that you fuck with at the time is a certain time and place for certain type of shit. It's a respect level. And everybody trying to be shock-worthy just to be shock-worthy. It's a lesson yep. in that shit, too. Like, don't, don't take the empathy out, in my humble opinion. You know what I'm saying? 
because a person that a drug is friend will rape somebody. Yep. I mean, the, the, the reality is there's a lot of clout chasers out now trying to get clout off of this in one or two ways. It's either they're going to be the overly sympathetic or the, the they're not going to speak to the truth of the matter. But And there's the other ones that are going to go and take the opposite stance, like Ari. No, no, I just real. got an email from our network. We're canceled. Yeah, right. That's the cool thing. Can't do it, motherfuckers, because we're not on the network. We say what we want. We could do what the fuck we want. I we could it. do it. Can you dig it? Anyway. Warriors. Uh, moving on to some Warriors. news. Warriors. Come out and play. We're on it. Thank you. For, <laughs> thank you for sticking with us this week. We're moving on to the news. Uh, so the first piece of news, Todd. First piece of news. Uh, the PS5 and Xbox Series X graphics features were teased by The Last of Us animator. And forget ray tracing. What about hair? What about hair graphics? That's what's going on now. Hair physics. Hair physics is the big one. So we're really pushing the technology. The pubis? Huh? The pubis hair physics? <laughs> they didn't the show pubis? that off yet, but that, it, that does tie into our... hair physics, you say? It ties into our next piece of news. Is that German? He's German. It's Liebedich de pubis? It's Liebedich de pubis? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the title of this episode should be. I heard, I heard Kobe could speak German. And he was from Spain. Really? I don't know, man. I'm just feeling... I'm all over the place, bro. I don't even know what to do anymore. My bad. So, yeah. I forgot what we were talking We were talking about hair physics. Hair I physics. The, the German pubis. The last FS animator showed off the, the, the actual power of both systems by showing a display of hair physics... For the next systems, which it showed a woman walking and tur- twirling, and her hair flipped. She did the hair flip, and apparently it was really nice. Actually, I watched the video. It was nice, but at the same time, I'm kind of like, I mean, yeah, do we need it? I don't know. I mean, it's cool. It looks cool. It's kind of cool that they're doing that, but okay. It looks it looks real dope. I, I'm, it one, does. One more thing, bro. Just just just. Be in a moment with me real quick. Yes. Is it as beautiful of a day? Does it feel like a beautiful day yes. outside to you? Yes. As it does to me right now? Like, yeah. It's kind of weird. I can't wait to like leave the house today, which is unusual for me. Which is weird. Like I don't know. I, I never like to. Uh, there is now a mod available for Revelations HD. Resident Evil Revelations HD, where you can get a fully nude Jill Valentine. Fully nude Jill Valentine. And with the new graphics, you'll get to see the pubis hair. Flutter you know what in I the just wind. Realized why the German? I didn't pull the German pubis pubis out of anywhere with the hair. It was starting out with you disrespecting the Mandalorian, talking about balls on his face and your pools of men coming on men. That's some shit. Just I'm telling. I've talk, I had this conversation with you before, before bro. At his yes. base roots, that's some Greek shit. I'll be on some Egyptian shit. But we put those things together, and hopefully they come together like female booty cheeks. Yes. You think there's somebody out there with a single booty cheek and just a hole? I can assure you there's somebody out there with a single booty cheek and a hole, and they're sad. They're just, <laughs> it's, they probably got a prosthetic butt cheek. <laughs> just, I'm just curious. Old reference. Have you ever seen uh, I'm Gonna Get You Sucker? Yes, dude, of course. Oh, God, I forgot about that. 
It's a classic, though. I wonder if there's something that would cause you to just like lose one butt cheek, other than inflating the cheek, because they do do oh, that I'm nowadays. Sh- they get the, the I'm fake sure butt, there they are. Put the flat in there, they yeah. shit. Yeah. And the next thing you know, your booty's gone. Yeah, it's like a flesh eating virus oh, will do it. A flesh eating butt, and then of course it's gonna go to the booty meat. Oh, I was talking to my girl, and she referred she referred to her titties as fat, and I said, and I felt disrespected. Yeah. Their memories. I was like, no. Now I was like, it's titty meat. It's not fat. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's the next part in physics and video games. The titty meat. Yes. Dead or Alive is going to be incredible on the next generation. Think they'll bring I mean, back beach volleyball? Ever, do you ever think they'll get titty meat physics just right, though? Because that's difficult. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they will. It's like, God did that. Look, we know there's two things that humans are real good at, and two things are, one, killing each other, and two, finding new perverse ways to show off sexual things. It's. I mean, they got a horse's balls right. So yeah. Maybe I'm just discounting. They shrunk in the winter. Food. Right. They even got Red pig balls rights. I didn't look at the pig balls. It was from when I was playing a plague Damn, tale. I just told on myself that I was looking at the horse balls, though. You did. Somebody's going to play this back after I die and talk about how fucked up I am. Everybody just... looked at the horse balls in Red Dead 2. Come on. Everybody did. If, hey, yeah, let us know if you didn't yeah, look at the horse Yeah, balls if you didn't Red look at Dead Red Dead 2 horse balls, ball. let us know. <laughs> Want to and, know. And if you do and the like, poop. Like, if you like some stuff, subscribe or email us about liking us, subscribing and helping there or doing some iTunes shit, we'll, we'll probably on time give you a, a $35 gift card if you made it to this point too so yeah uh, I don't yeah, even know how this was email us at skip the tutorial podcast at gmail.com with the subject line horse balls horse balls will possibly get you into the drawing for some yes. Amazon shit and you can check back with the folks that have gotten their shit and uh, yeah and make sure to yeah skip the tutorial podcast.com yep. there's an email option you can sign up in there you can Fuck with it to get connected, like the mob. That's like, what we're trying like to do. Francis, that's really okay. So that's what it is. It's, Send it's me your like, VHS players, bro. Seriously, <laughs> what are on these fucking tapes? Are there bodies on the tapes? Why do you have VHS? I have or, seventy-five copies of Speed on VHS. Let me find out that you got some old Jen and Jack me copies up in there. Let me find out with the neon motherfucking bikini suits. <laughs> neon green. We're going to have VHS screenings at my house. <laughs> Disney Plus and Thrust. Sonic doing cocaine. Just because we didn't say it last week. And I am done interrupting you. I will never get through this. VHS and mess. <laughs> Once again. Only, <laughs> I swear to God, Disney Plus just emailed me. Did you know that you can download your favorites? <laughs> they heard you talking. The Russian government, bro. The heard you talking. All right, next piece of news. Uh, PS Plus games for February have been announced. Bioshock, The Collection, The Sims 4, and Firewall Zero Hour. All great selections. Oh, except Firewall. I don't know anything about that. Uh, but Bioshock, The Collection, and The Sims 4. When I heard The Sims 4 was announced, I looked at my wife and I was like, yep, it's about to get real weird in February. She's like, what do you mean? She said, I was just like, we're going to kill a lot of Sims. That's what we're going to do. We're going to build a lot of pools with no ladders, make them 12 feet deep, then uh, put dirt on the sides, 
and you know put put lawnmowers or blades on the sides maybe some glass so they can't hold on and then we'll see what happens okay sling blade <laughs> stop talking about the fucking tapes mm-hmm. i knew it i, I like taters it, i know i knew you you actually do like taters <laughs> we'll probably need to play that motherfucking episode too man mm-hmm. i like taters Wow, bro! I like maybe that should be the name. That's the name of the episode. I like Taters Edition. <laughs> I don't know now. Nah, we can't. I didn't disrespect it, motherfucking Cope Dean Bright a lot this episode. I don't mean to. I you feel think like you could awesome. deep fry some mashed potatoes and make them into I a think, patty, brother? We from the south. You can deep fry anything. You could deep fry <laughs> a baby if you try hard enough. <laughs> the deep fried baby edition. Anyway, moving on. Um, uh, Microsoft has announced their uh, 12-month rolling their quarter, second quarter. They dropped their revenue, dropped by 21%. Gaming revenue dropped by 21%. And content dropped by 11%. While subscriptions to Games Pass um, and the Ultimate rose. So it looks like Microsoft is still on the path. Um, I know that there was some talk about this looking like potentially bad news. However, Microsoft is looking at it as a positive right now. And I would speak to that as far as the rise in subscriptions being the positive of them actually trying to bring people into their ecosystem and them being the ones. I don't think Stadia will, and we'll talk about Stadia in a minute, but I think Microsoft is really going to be the first one that secures the streaming and the new services because that Games Pass is amazing. That really Agreed. it, get, it gets better, better and better, better infrastructure overall. For, yep. they already have proven that they have a better structure for streaming gameplay. Yep, period. Point blank done. No interest in stadium. I'm glad I missed that shit. I almost yeah, like that's one I really <clears throat> see. That's why this is why I generally don't have regrets. Like I can't picture it. I mean, I know that that's getting a little bit ahead, but it's stuff like that. Like. If I'm going to fuck with it, I'm going to fuck with it for a reason. Like, I don't regret getting Game Pass, even though I talk a lot of shit about, you know, lack of exclusives and blah, 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 blah. But I, I love my Game Pass. I've always rooted for yep. uh, Xbox. And, you know, I fuck with Microsoft in general. And I really actually do believe the future of streaming. Just we already talked about it, man. Microsoft got a fucking big, billion, billion, billions on top of billion dollar deal with Pentagon for, uh, you know, <laughs> building a, a cloud infrastructure bro like they're gonna be on on they shit and i mean you know google got more money than guys so it's just this was a nice little experiment mm-hmm. um, but you know you've already pointed to the game pass as being a, a real good indicator that they're gonna be running shit with, as far as that's concerned yeah know? this is gonna be the ecosystem i think 2020 is really they they're gonna make I predict Microsoft is going to make a bounce back with the next generation, especially with everything they're talking about with backwards compatibility and the structure for the first year of Xbox One and Xbox Series games being released on both consoles, the Games Pass, the PC stuff. The hardware sales may take a dip, but I think we're going to see the service become the main focus. Like the service of Microsoft. I, I believe it already has become the main focus yep. because I don't think because of the lack of exclusives, they're not going to win the console war. It's no, just no. generally not going to happen. Mm-hmm. I still think they they a generation away from it melding together. Yeah, I could to see point that. Where everybody's kind of winning on a more evenly playing field, if that makes sense. Yeah, I could see that. What we're going to see, what I think we're going to see is going to determine the success is 
how many console exclusives, because what does even exclusive mean anymore with the announcement of Horizon Zero Dawn potentially coming to PC? Um, but how many console exclusives come to that Game Pass Day 1 like the Outer Worlds did? I'll be, I'll be kind of interested to see how that works out and what games they actually get on Games Pass Day 1 that will be exclusive or console available as well. Um, well, you see that, and that's where they lose because you see, and that's why I say I think we still one generation, or at least a half a generation, because you still have shit like they PlayStation's gonna dip right back into God of War. Oh yeah, They're yeah, God dip of War too. Right back into Spider Man, they're gonna dip right. Like, of course they can, they can give up games like Horizon Zero Dawn because oh, for that's, sure. that's in Sony's best interest, right? Well, it's you also a two year old game. At this right. point, yeah. You see what I'm saying? So it's kind of like all that's going to do is reinvigorate a fan base. They've already maxed out the funds that they're going to get out of this so said exclusivity. Yeah. So I think we're almost there, but we're just not quite there yet because they still have staple games. You can't discount that. I mean, the Switch just surpassed the Xbox in overall game sales from what I saw uh, in a recent article. So. That's not a good sign of overall health in a competitive market in general, but as far as specifically with streaming and what Google was trying to get into for yep. sure, they are the masters with the golden glow. You dig? Like, I, I mean, and I'm very excited to see what the future holds with that, like, honestly, and where that can really go. Maybe actually really be able to play anything I want on my cell phone or whatever, and blah, blah, blah. But I really don't generally have an interest in that. And you went into it earlier. As a grown adult, like it's hard enough for me to be responsible enough as I am. So, like, what am I doing? I don't have time to take trips to Japan and quarantine areas and play video games on my phone. I want to <laughs> stay in my, my fucking house. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And, and enjoy the the best kind of hardware options and 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 the easiest way to me for me to ex- have the the experiences that I cherish the most. And if those experiences aren't going to be exclusively on your system. You you are already kind of playing behind the, the eight ball, especially also when Sony is going to have backwards compatibility. And this isn't yep. like a fanboy conversation, like at all, because I really don't like I actually super don't give a fuck about that shit as as much as it seems like it's, it's not the case. But, um, you know, it's not like there's a halo out there that I'm just like, OK, I hope that this happens and I hope that the studios come out with some dope ass shit but like outer worlds wasn't exclusive to game pass i could get outer worlds on i'm gonna have outer worlds on switch soon yep. so that's where you kind of lose a little bit of your um, uh, steam um, uh, but yeah uh, and yeah. outer worlds was one of those games that i think it was predicted that that would do a lot more than it did um you know it came out for a week everybody was talking about it and then it flamed out really fast um, for good reason, though. I beat that game last year, and it was one of those that, while it was enjoyable, um, it was also one of those where it was like, I'm glad I played it, but I'll never go back to it. Even right. though I thought about it when I first started it. Speaking of Google and Stadia, my prediction, just leading to Stadia with this next piece of news, is I don't think Stadia is going to make it out of 2020 alive. And uh, The reason I say that is they've just recently responded to complaints, specifically a Reddit thread that came up in the Google Stadia Reddit subreddit uh, this week about the game announcements. So the idea was that Stadia in 2020 was going to release 120 games to Stadia. Um, that's how many were going to come out for Stadia specifically. Let me put this thing down. Sorry if you've been hearing that clanking. It's me playing with this tool of mine. Um. <laughs> 
I just realized how that sounded, Todd. Sorry. Uh, but they did respond to the idea that they haven't announced any of these. Their response to not announcing any of the lineup for 2020 was, we're putting it back on the developers, essentially. They're saying, well, we wanted to wait for the developers, and I'm summarizing here what was what was said, but they wanted to wait on the developers because the developers may have their own timelines and different events and everything planned. Um, it's not really a good reason, but, you know, Stadia is not getting a whole lot of support, and I've been reading through the subreddit this week just to kind of get an idea of what the environment is like, and it's not great. User base, from my understanding, has significantly dropped since launch. Um, it's hard to find a good match or a good game on there, especially... I was reading somebody had got onto Mortal Kombat 11, and they couldn't find anybody to actually go versus with online um so that's not a good indicator considering that was one of the biggest fighting games of 2019 and i know that community on the playstation 4 is still popping um i know it's still out there on the playstation 4 xbox it's still doing great um you know but at the same time um you know i just i got a feeling that this is not going to go well this is just 2020 is not going to be stadia's year i think unless they make some major adjustments to their plan and major, um, you know, shifts in how they're handling things because their whole front facing, um, ecosystem, their whole front facing PR system is just not working for them. You know, and the problem is, is that with gaming as gamers, we like to see stuff out front. Right onto YouTube. <laughs> but no, so we do like to see stuff out front. We like to hear our news. And Google Tech, historically speaking, they hide behind that wall. They hide behind that Google wall. They don't the talk wall? a lot. The goat wall. The, thing, man. the great wall. The great wall. Um, they hide behind the great wall. So I don't think it's, they don't release I a don't, lot of news. This is the thing. I super don't even give a fuck about yeah. Stadia. I haven't, like, that's what I'm saying. So, like, that's a bad sign. Like, I don't care. No reason for me to buy it. Nobody nope. I know is talking about it. Like, and that's I don't know anybody that's playing it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not even like a thing anymore. Like, I mean, we'll bring it up and I see it. And I'm glad we're touching on it. But that is all I need to know. Like, if I, if none of my friends are even, at, none of my people are even asking me about it. Like, hey, man, what about, what you think about the stadium? Nobody. I had one question when it launched. Right. But I mean, when was that? Yeah, November. I had one question. Okay, so we're in February today. Yep. It's not a good sign for him. I don't think it's going to be around at the end of 2020. I really don't. I think that they, they just they got into a market they don't know anything about. They hired a bunch of people. They got into a market that don't even really fully fleshed out or isn't fully fleshed out or, or really exists yet. Yeah, like they tried to get into like the that. video. Yeah, I agree. Like, And that was, they thought that they could be Google and just kind of force their way in and create this path which they've done before, but it really never works out right for anybody. No. And Google just like, they've done this with the search engine and that's really been their big success. This kind of reminds me of the Google glasses. You remember those when those first came out and everybody's like, Oh, they're smart glasses. It's going to change the way we interact with society. And those things, they, one dude got beat up for wearing them because they look so stupid. Um, you know, it's interesting that it pushes technology along, but Google, in a lot of ways, is like World War II. It's, you know, 
it pushes technology, but nobody really needs it. So <laughs> that was a bad metaphor. I'm moving on. I'm moving on. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Todd just quit the show. Todd just quit. He's done, people. All right, next piece of news. I guess this is a solo cast from now on. Uh, day's gone, Todd. And Todd's back. <laughs> Todd's back. I was about to write solo on that one. <laughs> I got some news for you on Days Gone, buddy. Okay. They released a 1.61 patch that reduced the file size from 61 gigabytes to 38 gigabytes. So that's not bad. Um, apparently Blizzard is back on their crazy horse because they're starting to ban people on their forums for helping them get a refund for Warcraft 3 Reforged. So there's been some complaints about the game. I know Dewey's been playing it, but apparently Blizzard is banning people for said Which reminds me, one thing about that real quick before I forget, Dewey brought up something. Uh, It was from the Reforged. What is it again? Warcraft 3 Reforged. Right, so... One moment, uno momento. So, uh, may Todd leave the show. <laughs> I'll give yourself that much credit. I was getting my vape killing. Oh, uh, yeah, but kind of, it was perfect time for me to get the fuck up. Never mind, man. It was like this special needs kid that I thought I had saw him. Oh, post yeah, I saw, him. I saw him post. I that. wanted to give him a shout out. I think it was like silver something or whatever, but it was dope. Just join the tribe on Facebook, you'll be able to find it. But, uh, I know they were talking about that game specifically. So, what's the deal with that, man, as far as uh, why is it so shitty? I didn't get a chance to dig into that as much as I would have liked. I looked into it a little bit. There's some complaints about the controls. There's some complaints about the way that the actual game was remastered. Um, there's some complaints about glitches and bugs. And, you know, it's a launch game It's or it's a day one game. I get it. But the big news is, is that people were wanting to get a refund on the actual product itself. And so they turned to the Blizzard forums because they couldn't figure out how to get a refund on the product. And anybody posting on the Blizzard forums helping people get a refund was then banned from the Blizzard forums. So, yeah, no. Blizzard doing a thing that they've... It seems like we're just starting to... Ubisoft is hanging out just like we ain't really fucked up yet. We're still doing okay. We'll keep supporting the games we want. We're going to push stuff back because we fucked up with Ghost Recon. Like They're the ones left. It feels like them and Valve, but Valve hasn't done anything significant in years, and the next thing that they have coming out is a fucking VR exclusive. Speaking of Valve, I found a dude. His name is Sir Silver Star. Sir Silver Star. Oh, like yeah, Silver S-I-R- Star S-I-L-V-E-R-S-T-A-R at Switch. Check him out per Dewey. Shout out. Yes, sir. Shout out. Go watch it. Um, just don't go posting on Blizzard forums. Uh, and last piece of news for this week before we get in our round, t- round table. There is now an open beta beta called Rainway for the Xbox One, which allows you to stream your PC games to your Xbox One. So that now is currently open. Open. It's open. It's open. Um, but yeah, that's really, that's really kind of it for this week. Well, I guess the games with gold we can go over. Um... Just real fast, they've got a Games of Gold for announcement for February 2020. Uh, you're going to get TT Isle of Man, Call of Cthulhu, um, 
And I don't know. Fable Heroes. Fable Heroes. We'll get into that next in our roundtable. Todd, we're talking about games we regretted buying at some point. Kind of. Or disappointed us. Disappointed us. Yeah. Maybe not regretted no, no, buying. No regrets, my friend. We only live one one life for me, so. That's true. I don't even right. regret bad poops. Because at least you get them out of the way. Like prostitute. <laughs> Perfect reaction to that, by the way. Anyway, sir, let's talk about I mean, this we thing. got canceled an hour ago, so fuck it. it doesn't yeah, matter. let's anyway, just roll so- with it. Roll with it. Anyway. Was he, were you doing the dance? What dance was that? Rolling on the river? Keep rolling. 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 No, it, on it the was weight on the water. <laughs> what? What are we doing? Where is this <laughs> show going? I think we're both just enjoying the day. That's what really this comes down to as much as we can. Yeah. It, like, and I'm just glad for anybody who's enjoying it with us and just allowing us to feel uh, some of their day with this nonsensical foolishness while you do your LeBron James thing with your tool, meat tool. Meat tool. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Speaking of that, in the game, The Journey to the Savage Planet, your computer says go grab your tools with your meat hands. All right, so let's knock out this real quick two-minute uh, round table. Uh, so, some most disappointing games. <laughs> now, <laughs> two-minute uh, round table. Here's a two-minute warning for you. <laughs> right. I mean, I don't really... I don't know, man. I've never regretted buying a game. Like, there's certain games that I've bought because I knew they were going to be bad. And there's certain games that I've bought for the fun of it because it's just like, this looks like trash. But I do have some disappointing games. Todd, why don't you get us started with kind of like your idea of what in a game would disappoint you and what is on that list? I mean, yourself? I don't really see that's the thing, because I know we did a apocalypse like discussion games last week and I don't want it. This isn't so much a list. Now, I will say I do have my most disappointing game on here. So this is in no particular order. But just on a quick glance, like just recently, some games that disappointed me personally was like first Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which was I can see how people love that game. For me, I was a little bit disappointed in it. Um, I got 20 hours in. I was done. Yeah, it wasn't. It's not a bad game. I'm not. I don't. I definitely don't regret buying it. And I'll probably it'll be one of those games I could probably go back to and enjoy. You know what I'm saying? Later down the road. But like initially getting it for whatever reason, it disappointed me. Um, The original Destiny for sure was disappointing. I could say Shaq Fu, but I expected it to be disappointing, so that kind of made it be what it was. Uh, the Division 2, surprisingly, is just it was disappointing to me. I just couldn't get into it. It's not a knock on the game itself. It's just a personal thing. Anthem, supremely disappointing, just having to, even having to defend that shit based on whatever else. Probably, like, all that shit really doesn't matter as far as a order or whatever the fuck. I mean, it's, it's plenty of other games out there, but when I really thought about, honestly, my most disappointing game, Probably ever is Mass Effect Andromeda when that game came out. Yeah. It's not the worst game I've ever played either, but it's if I I, don't, I won't say I regret yeah. it. It was such a it was such a fucking shit show, especially at launch. On top, I mean, and it was a game that was damn near impossible to completely fix. But especially at launch, that was probably the most disappointing I've ever been because I, I and, and it was sheerly based on expectation. I not not only for myself, but I had pumped it up to my significant other in a, in a budding of our relationship and talked a lot of shit about it 
and it was just like I can't wait. Mass Effect's finna be the greatest thing since motherfucking white on rice. You know what I'm saying? Butter on grits, my motherfucker. Salt and chips. You know what I'm saying? Everything's gonna be great, great, great. And then I get out and this motherfucker got a duck walk with motherfucking floaty, big bulgy eyes and shit like me. So nigga, you should like fix it. You know what I'm saying? Shit. But uh, so yeah, that that was probably my most disappointing game. But I'm with you, like. The, like I really don't like when I think about it. To be completely honest, man, I really don't sit on the side of oh, I just regret buying that game. Like I don't know. I think part is the it's, it's partially the collector in us both a little bit. Yeah, for sure. It's one of those things that you know we can't help but fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? So that's where I'm at with it, man. What about you, though, brother? Yeah, I mean, as far as like disappointing games, generally speaking. I do enough research before I go into a game that I know whether or not it's going to be up my alley, if you will. And now with Games Pass and stuff like that, you get a chance to try out a lot more styles. Stuff that you normally wouldn't try. Um, Games Pass, and I've played a lot because of Gold and Games Pass and PS Plus that I normally wouldn't play. Um, But there are some that have failed me in ways, like whether or not it be a nostalgia thing. Like, I go to buy it because it's tied to a property that I'm nostalgic for. Um, or whether or not it be a retro thing where it's a game like, for instance, the first Metal Gear game that I played um, just recently. That was sort of disappointing, even though technically I didn't... I, I own a copy of that ROM, Watchers. Um, but no. So, some of the stuff on my Look list... Look here, Soldier Boy. The, the FBI <laughs> is coming for your punk ass. That's Pretty okay. Soon- you're going to be on the run with motherfucking Cholo teardrops on both eyeballs for all your video games stealing. You sorry, some of them a bitch. And you deserve to go to jail for trying to come up in here and steal our video games, motherfucker. Remember that shit, bro? That shit was so funny, man. That was so fucked up. I was like, out of all the shit that Soldier Boy did, yeah, all of y'all it. mad at him, y'all mad at him for video games? Me, 6 9 and Soldier Boy are going to go on the run. <laughs> Fucking Bill Cosby. What was that movie with the motherfucker? I know you'll know about everybody else. Was it uh? It's like the old motherfuckers that that broke out of prison and um. Damn it, man! All right, wait. Not damn life. It. Not life. No, 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 no. Clint Eastwood. I, I keep want to say Clint Eastwood was either the the dude chasing the person or he was the old person that was in the jail in the movie. Oh, um. Oh God, dude! I can't. Testing, I know what you. I know what you're talking right about. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. But I. But I'm thinking of like a Bill Cosby version of that, and how <laughs> weird that would be with like you six nine. Takashi six nine, <laughs> Soldier Boy, Bill Cosby, and me, on the run. Yeah, if you're still listening, thank you, thank you. Uh, <laughs> but no, nah, man. So like, there's certain things that have disappointed me over time. Certain things I got excited about that I should have read reviews on instead of pre-ordering, if you will. Mighty Number no. 9 um, came out in 2016. That was supposed to be a the next generation Mega Man, if you will. And it sucked. It was just, it was very just bland and just flat. Um, when I was a kid, well, I say when I was a kid, it was 2008, so I was graduating college. Do you remember the game Spore, Todd? Yeah, 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 I do. Spore, that yeah, was the and it one. Feels like that's what the life we're living now. It really does, right? We're creating things with our minds. Mine all had legs and looked like penises. 
because that's all you could do. That's all you could do. It was terrible. It was terrible. It was a horrible game. I mean, it wasn't horrible. It was just very short. It was very disappointing. I I think this week, no matter how old I get, especially fucking with you, it just magnifies the reality of how fucking childish we are. are. Dude, every time we get together. We literally get on here and just just act like children for fucking hours on on our fucking off day. I will be so serious during the week. I will need to get things done. I'll go pay bills. I'll go do whatever. I'll go on jury duty. But you get me on here, like, and I'm a 19, it really 13 is, years. Seriously, it's like some Dexter shit. Like, I know you in real life. If people, like, really met you outside of this fucking buffoonery, they'd be like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Super serious. Yeah, man. You're probably hiding somebody in the bottom of a library right let now. Me, let, me the my, let me turn on my Let me turn on my NPR. Hold on, man. I was looking for the shit on the Facebooks again, man, for to give credit what credit was due because I want to give uh, Chris his his credit because he said it pretty well. Ralio. Ralio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You already know. Uh, unprepared as usual. Uh, but, you know, shout out Dewey for actually laying that question out, too, because um, it was dope. But it was just like shit, you know, and no knock on on anybody like I get it. It's nothing wrong. Like I like, OK, so an example of an uh, answer on games that people in a tribe were disappointed in. And, you know, so Alan was like Duke Nukem forever by yep. long shot. I can dig that. Um, I put that on my list. Right, right, right. Uh, no Man's Sky. At Real, launch. I can dig launch. It At got launch, much better. Right. right. Um even though Booty is Bob broke it down, you know what I'm saying? He felt better at, at $20 purchase after they fixed it. Um, Chris Nixon or Rileyo, uh didn't mean to say your full name again. We got to stop doing that shit, putting folk out there. But no, I mean, who fuck listens to us? Never have, never will. And I feel that because the deeper explanation was, um, you know, he's pretty good at judging whether or not he would be into a game before buying it. I mean, with 30 plus years of expertise you do get an idea of your taste, generally speaking. So, you know, what may not be the one person's cup of tea may be the others. And you should get a pretty good idea of what, what you like over time. But you, do. you can still fuck up. You know what I'm saying? So almost done going down the list because there's some good games on here. Uh, God Eater 3. Unfortunately, I don't remember playing that one. Did, didn't, you, didn't you play God Eater 3? I played God Eater 3, and I was extremely disappointed after getting more time into it. Uh, and I expected better things, but then I kind of came to the realization that God eater, that series is more built for portable. Like it's not meant to play in large chunks. Look, man, but I will, I will, I do. So I wanted to warn you thing. Like, you know, when they play these tapes in court, they're going to be like, Hey, you had the ankle claps in the, in the, you had the ankle chains. And it's making me kind of nervous with these chain noises you got in the background, bro. I don't like that stuff. I'm they, so like, sorry I'm about that the, noise this I'm week. I'm looking for the motherfucking McDonald's bag behind you where you're feeding the people in the bathroom that's locked up. I feed them dog food. M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> Nio, the first one. I, okay. Anthem, hands down. Completely understand that. Vampire. I was disappointed you, in that. You were disappointed. You, like, but I did not buy it. I rented Vampire. You silly! Don't say it. Don't, don't let this industry secrets in. Yes, we rent games sometimes. You know, you know, you know a place where to rent games at nowadays. I the motherfucking do. monopolies are trying to take that option away from us, man. We need to find. It's more in places. a guy's basement. 
Man, I don't know what we're gonna name this motherfucking show. I don't know how we're gonna make it through. Um, but you know, uh hey man, it's it's it we gotta treat every week as if it's our last show apparently. <laughs> we really do. And Castlevania on the sixty four was the last game. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's uh what's his name from that movie? Is that Eddie Griffin from Never mind. No, it's Krampus. It's Krampus. It's a period doll? It's no <laughs> It's from the movie Krampus. Here's yeah, this a, better. This is from. Is this? Ah! <laughs> Sora from ah! Kingdom Hearts. All right, man. Now, but I think. Uh, I mean, yeah. So I, I mean, don't know, I, I, what games have disappointed other folks at the end of this thing? Like, I, I wanted to throw that out there again. If there is anything else, or you know, what side of the spectrum are you on? Or I got a. You, I got a okay. few more. Okay. Um. Yeah, and I definitely want to throw it back to the tribe, like you were saying. Um. Give it over to them and let us know. And just you know, what games are disappointing you? The Order eighteen eighty six. That was highly disappointing. That was a beautiful game. That was about five hours long. Um. No Man's Sky. We covered. Um. Devil May Cry two. I was I was slightly disappointed when I got that at launch. Aliens Colonial Marines. And my most disappointing game of all time is Fable. It's Fable. Throw it out there. It's Fable. I wanted to love that game, Todd. It lasted seven hours. I was very saddened by my experience. Fable. You look very angry. (laughs) Nah, man. I just find it. No, I mean... I'm not angry. I'm not angry at all. I'm just I feel, I feel bad that you had a horrible experience with the fable like that. I I found fable quite enjoyable. The original one was fun. It was a fun little whimsical tale. That where you could be sense. a devil or you know glory that, glorified. But that being said, masses. I would play a fable. I would play a fable four. I really yeah. Would. If they did it right, I think yeah. I, I I always did enjoy the Coliseum battle and Fable and kind of like it was only seven hours, but it had replayability to me because you could either be middle kind of ground or you could be completely evil and grow horns or you could be completely good and and glow with white snow or whatever the fuck it was going on. I don't know why it's always got to be like that. So I had fun with that game, but I also didn't have any other games at the time, so I don't regret it. Like I appreciate it. I'm I'm generally on the thankful side and. I'm old as fuck, so it's just like, hey, man, I remember when, you know, it was two goddamn, like, lines in a dot in a line, motherfucker. So, like, nowadays, like, how much I'm kind of, I'm not that smart. Like, it doesn't take that much to fucking entertain me. I could probably, you could probably give me a, a fucking paddle with a bouncy ball on it and a string, and I'll find find some entertainment. I'll find in entertainment in that. That's, I bet you will, and probably some human torturing them with it. But, uh... I'm finding entertainment in this little thing. Oh, so that's what that was? Yeah, that's what that is. Just having a whole, we're having a whole moment to, we're both, I mean, hey man, 40 year old virgins, bro, 40 year old virgins. But, Hold on, um, don't put that on me. <laughs> Hold on a second. No, um, I mean, there's been, there's been a few. Oh, I also wanted to throw one out there, Xeno, Xenoblade Chronicles X. Is the last one. That's the one with the dude with the booty shorts. No, nah, that was two. X was the one they came out with on the Wii U that was supposed to be an MMO, and then they scaled it back and made a single player, and it played like an MMO, but it was not interesting. But yes, two know was the one with the show. I don't know a better way to end the show. I'm done. Booty shorts. All right, that's been this week's edition of Skip the Tutorial. Let us know your disappointing games at skip the tutorial podcast at gmail.com. 
Facebook.com backslash skip the tutorial pod, Twitter at STT underscore pod, uh, skip the tutorial podcast.com or um, uh, Instagram.com backslash skip the tutorial pod. That's really all we got this week. I'm going to cling these together one more time. And then, as we always do before we sign off, stay humble. Stay humble. Bundle. And, and in the moment, my people. Ah. Stopping the recording in three, two. <laughs>